0: A lot of pressure, man. Yeah, it is. Evil and evil, not our real names.
1: Not (laughs) our (laughs) real names. Nailed it. Oh, you want me to do my bit? Okay, here we go. go. Who are those guys? Who are those guys? Who are those guys? You're gonna love it. It's just a little independent. That might have been too much, man.
0: Well, welcome to a little independent, the podcast where two friends talk about independent, obscure, or just plain weird movies. My name is Ryan, and I'm Todd.
1: Hi, Todd. Hi,
0: Ryan. Now, there's one time that I said, "Hey, Todd," and you were really upset. It's
1: two episodes ago, and, yeah. and I and I was I quiver each time yeah. now, like in anticipation. Oh, geez, did you get that? That's another musical. I, I,
0: I did. You made that. That was amusing. another Antissa, dark musical patient. leading into,
1: yeah, there was. <laughs> um, so
0: this is episode twenty of a little independent, and we have a, a first. We have a guest. Very exciting, and um, we've been talking about this a while. I, I think guests would be fun, and this is really like a, you know, a podcast where we want to share what we're doing, and. But selfishly, I guess in a way, our first guest is my wife, who I've talked about on the podcast a lot. My wife. Yeah, <laughs> my yeah. wife. There we go. There it is. <laughs> Jessica Buck. Woohoo.
1: Hi. Hi.
2: Hi, Ryan. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you? <laughs> you Hi, made Tom. that as Hi. awkward as you wanted <laughs> it to be. <laughs> it it, it sounded like they rode in the car together over here.
0: <laughs> you know. And there's a really specific reason why she is a guest on this podcast and um, but I wanted to start with a something I want to want to share with you because we you know have our uniforms right yeah and I found something at Meyer not a sponsor of this show discarded in the Lego section.
1: Now, Todd, Wait, I want in the store. Yeah, in the store, in the grocery. So store. So, how is it discarded? It's still it, for it was, sale, right? Or did you no, steal it, it?
0: It was just cast asunder.
1: Because I used to arrest people that you, stole at Meyer. Oh, yes,
0: you did. You're a security man. You're a, you're a bad man. Repo man. <laughs> so, I I want you to descri- describe what I'm showing to you, and maybe this could be oh, the later. mascot for our podcast.
1: <laughs> mascot, it's this side was... down. Let me slowly turn it over. Sorry, no, this. Oh, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> oh, all right. So this is this is eight inches long, people. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Not that kind of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has fourteen points of articulation. Also, not that kind of podcast. <laughs> it's getting worse. The upper left-hand corner says seventeen plus. <laughs> also, 17 not your. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am re- and then the bottom left corner says "warning: choking label." Choking hazard. <laughs> so it's eight inches long. Has a warning for a choking hazard. Yeah. Has fourteen points of articulation. People have turned
0: off the podcast at this point.
1: The upper right-hand corner says horror, <laughs> with an H, not a W. <laughs> and it is the Silence of the Lambs. Hannibal Lecter. It's a, again. So this was laying on top t- of the what? I took what? my son
0: Legos to to look for some Legos because he'd done. You know, great things that day and whatever. So I'm at Meyer and across from the Lego display is this. It's a Hannibal Lecter doll from The Silence of the Lambs. And I know this isn't a visual podcast and we talked about our our, our uh, uniforms. I gave
1: it all I had.
0: You did. You described I, it really well. Yeah, I, you did. You described it really horny is what you did. But I just read the label. I'm not big about... Um, you know, maybe holding on to things for, for money. So we, I, I could take that thing out of the package and that could be our podcast mascot moving forward.
1: Well, I, I, I'm looking at it as a serendipitous moment there, you know, like the the gods have have put this (laughs) down for you to, you know, the podcast gods have uh, given this to us.
0: You see the mask down there?
1: So our uniform is Buffalo Bill (laughs) By the way, which Jessica is toting with a black leather jacket over the top she and looks, some spiky I, you know, heels. I mean, she's she's ready to perform. Every once in a while, you're like, I married
0: way outside. Oh, we've my I've known station. that since the day I met you. Yeah, yeah, we, we yeah. So, but we just don't we don't say it out loud. Yeah so. yeah. so you know, this could be a thing that could be our little totem, our podcast totem, our podcast mascot <laughs> that I bring to every podcast. That oh, just, oh just I've would. seen
2: it because he left it on the kitchen table, and our ten-year-old. Then started asking me questions about it. He is convinced Hannibal Lecter is a garbage man, for one thing. Oh yeah, I, the jumpsuit. The I think jumpsuit, is the, yeah, the thing that yeah. gives it away, and is very curious about why he has to wear the mask, and <laughs> so we had to end that conversation. But oh, thank you to... so much for bringing that <laughs> into our home <laughs> then we had to kind of explain and into the shirts. our breakfast table. That was fantastic. Oh my yeah. God. Well, you,
1: you you didn't tell him he bites people's faces off? You
2: know, I, I let him discover those things on his own. Okay. Yeah. Well, it does say 17 plus. It so does. So we
1: got to wait a few years. Thank
2: goodness so. there's a rating because that, that saved us. <laughs> he
0: has interesting dining options. <laughs> That's what he does. So, little, um, yeah. again, welcome to A Little Independent. <laughs> We're going to um, say that this is episode 20. Which is pretty exciting. It's like an anniversary. Yeah, it does feel like a milestone. Yeah, like a yeah. And um, this week,
2: paper or silver? The twentieth podcast. Twenty-five is silver.
0: Twenty-five. I don't uh, shit. I don't know if twenty is anything. I should
2: have brought you a gift. That's on me, guys.
1: It's right here. No, you you, you oh, allowed me no. to keep. Oh, no,
2: see, maybe you bought that for Todd. Is that your twentieth podcasting a, anniversary? It's
1: a—it's a mascot, so it's really yeah. Uh, Our—that's
2: uh, when you give our, serial killers. Our gift.
1: She allowed me to keep that in our home. <laughs> tw-
0: that was you our give,
2: gift. You give serial killers for the twentieth. So right now
0: this episode... it's stay in New Leonard's home. <laughs> this is going to be a New Leonard Media ma- mascot, the uh, creepy Hannibal Lecter. So this week it's my movie, and are you? Shocked that I'm the first one to suggest a musical, knowing what you know about me?
1: No, because you liked that. What was the one you liked with... uh...
0: The Greatest Showman.
1: Yeah, which I had seen. But I hate, I fucking hate
0: musicals. Yeah. So... Yeah, are are you shocked that I? I I never had one on my radar.
1: An independent musical is. I have none on my radar, so I didn't really. And I would
0: think, and hopefully, you know, viewers or listeners rather will look for independent musicals. But um, the the movie is called Repo, the Genetic Opera, and it's Repo, with an exclamation point behind Repo, the Genetic Opera. Um, I didn't write down the year. But I think 2008. It's 2008. And the description is a worldwide epidemic encourages a biotech company to launch an organ financing program similar in nature to a standard car loan. The repossession clause is killer, however. Your thoughts. <laughs> it's good. Do you, that fits. Jess, do you like the description? If you read that as a musical theater person, would you be interested in that?
2: Definitely. You would. I was just actually thinking that the independent musical category has to be fairly small. But this, as an independent musical, I think is, yeah, breaking new ground.
0: But so it's decidedly kind of an aggressive idea, but one that I think sounds plausible. In this country, I think this could happen. And that's what's interesting about this movie. Well, Well,
2: Sweeney Todd is aggressive too. You know, the demon barber of Fleet Street that he's killing all his. Oh, that's
0: interesting that you say that.
2: Well, I think. Because
0: there's a distinct connection to this movie to that.
2: Well, there's a lot of, you know, pretty dirty musicals that I feel like this was. Dirty musicals? (laughs) Dirty (laughs) musicals. (laughs) There are. (laughs) Chicago gets pretty, you know, like risque, and so does Cabaret. Why do you say
0: dirty musical?
2: Well, I mean, cuz it's
0: gritty and it's
2: Right. Yeah, dirty feel to it. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. so we have
1: we have Dirty Socrates <laughs> and Repo Man. Now we have Dirty Musical.
2: I, I
0: love the Repo, idea of Repo a dirty genetic. musical.
1: <laughs> genetic. So, um it's
0: it's built as a horror musical sci-fi. What do you guys think about that?
2: Yeah, because it's post-apocalyptic. That's the sci fi part and the horror, obviously. And musical. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you think that's? Clearly musical. Yeah. So it it stars Paul Sorvino. Paul Sorvino.
2: Yeah, I had to be a big get for this, right?
0: How did they get him for this movie? So Mm -hmm. what do you. He only plays gangsters, right? (laughs) Well, so that's what I was going to say. Like, what do you. When you hear, you look at Paul Sorvino, what do you think?
2: My thought is he really loves to sing. And thats I think he's been his whole career waiting for someone to cast him right. as an opera yeah. singer. And well, now he had this opportunity, and he was going for it.
1: So he, that was him singing.
2: Oh, absolutely. I, I, think, okay. so.
1: I yeah. think so. I, I felt that way. I just wasn't 100% he's sure. He's uh,
0: credited as Roti Largo. He has 169 film credits. Roti? Roti Largo. I thought it was Rotty. Like Rotten. Rotty. Uh, maybe it is Rotty. Yeah, actually. Uh, His first credit is the 1970 film Where's Papa, starring George Segal, and was directed by Carl Reiner. So his first movie was 1970. Meathead's dad? Or Meathead? Um, Shit. Archie Bunker. uh, Meathead's dad.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: you. (laughs) He's also in a movie that I love, like a, a cheesy, crazy horror movie called The Stuff. You remember the stuff? No. Where there's this, pro- it's it's a, a take on consumerism, <laughs> it, and and it's this marshmallow fluff called the stuff, and it takes you over and it makes you crazy.
1: Yeah, we might have to get a camera because it just missed a golden moment. <laughs> Jess was shaking her head no on a podcast, and it's just it would have been gold on camera. That he's, was. Also oh, a, this
0: isn't visual. He's also <laughs> in a movie.
2: Podcasting isn't a visual medium. No, no it's I apologize. not
0: at this point. He's also in a movie that I haven't seen, but it, it's interesting. It's called Vasectomy, A Delicate Matter. <laughs>
2: So, so this isn't out of the realm of other movies he's done. Is is I guess not. But vasectomy, a delicate matter.
0: He's uncredited in the film uh, The Firm, which is a great, you know, Grisham, uh, Tom Cruise movie. So you go
1: from vasectomy to To The the Firm. (laughs) Well, no, not the hell's (laughs) going on
0: here. On purpose. (laughs) He's in a movie called Airship Dracula, which is billed as um, snakes on a plane. But
1: Dracula's on an airship? <laughs> okay. Wow. But I now... just watched a Netflix movie that had a vampire trapped on an airplane that really? had, that was being hijacked. It just came out on Netflix. Oh, shit. It's called Blood Red Sky, and it's a foreign film. Oh. And the premise is outstanding. It just you know, you know, lets you watch it and decide on your own. But some of it didn't deliver for me at the end. But Yeah. Um, the premise of this movie w- was was amazing. Yeah, and that's funny you said that because it's like almost yeah. they're on they're a transatlantic flight. So Airship
0: Dracula and a better version of that. But, I mean, when I think of, of Paul Sorovino, I think of Goodfellas. Yeah, gangster movie. I mean, I think of slicing that thin garlic, you know, in the prison in, in Goodfellas. And he's, he has that energy. But in this, he has that energy, but the singing this motherfucker can sing. Holy yeah. shit.
2: And he truly is singing in an operatic style, yeah. which I think is different than how a lot of the other people are singing. You know, Shiloh yeah. oh, does yeah. a lot of, like, talk singing throughout it. But Servito is, he's not phoning it in.
0: Yeah, and he chooses when to use that operatic voice. So second build is Anthony Head. Uh, Nathan, 127 credits. Have you seen him in
1: anything? The lead
0: actor, I guess? Not really.
1: I, I mean, it, he just, he kind, kind of looked familiar, but I couldn't name anything he's, he was in. He's, he's noted,
0: he's in a 2004 movie, and this is insensitive, but a 2004 <laughs> movie called Fat Slags
3: <laughs> Ooh. With,
0: with Jerry O'Connell. Oh. Um, he's uncredited as man in street who greets Todd after competition in Sweeney Todd. Really? So the lead in this movie, to your point, is in Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Um. Yeah. He, so
2: we know he loves musicals about killing he, yeah,
0: people. He's, he, yeah, and he's, he's a
1: singer. And regular movies about killing
2: people. Mm-hmm. He
0: plays Benedict in Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, which, if you know me, you know I love Crank, and I love Neville, Dean, and Taylor, and Neville, Dean, and Taylor directed the second Ghost Rider movie, so this guy's in that. Um, and he's also in a 2016 movie called A Street Cat Named Bob. <laughs> Wow, he was- <laughs> which is based on a best-selling book about a cat who does awesome things. Apparently, a street cat named Bob. It's
2: not a street car named Desire. No, it it's, it's a
0: street cat named Bob. Uh, third build is Alexa Panavega, who plays Shiloh Wallace. Had you ever seen her in anything? Yeah. So she was in um, she was in Sin City too.
2: That I had seen her. I knew I yeah. had seen her in something. I could not she place She was her.
0: one of um one of the gang in the in in the second part of that. Uh and she also plays Carmen Cortez in all of the Spy Kids movies. She's in all of the Spy Kids movies.
1: Well, it's it's Rodriguez. Oh. Yeah. Does was writer, director, editor on all those. She was Maybe. also
0: in a straight-to-video movie 1998, Dennis the Menace Strikes Again, which stars Don Rickles, George Kennedy, Brian Doyle Murray, Betty White, and Carrot Top.
2: <laughs> that, that might be our next Friday Are you Friday fucking night. kidding me? Uh,
1: old night. school.
0: Dennis the Menace strikes again. Who knows how many that they did. And she also plays Steven Seagal's daughter in the 1996 classic, The Glimmer Man. <sighs> Sorry, I missed
2: you. You made one. me watch that, the Glimmer Man. Yes. That seems very. Familiar. We watched it for another. Have podcast. I fallen asleep to that movie? You fell asleep to I that. I think I have.
0: And that's the infamous movie where bit. Seagal was wearing his like large uh, kimonos and stuff, and he said he didn't want to kill anybody. He's I like, I Seagal won't make anybody. this movie if I have to kill anybody. So they had to adjust. Well, Akito is it the art was, Damon, of peace. Wayans was <laughs> Damon Wayans. Was Damon Wayans? He throws people through windows. Um, but he doesn't kill anybody. Um,
2: My favorite Seagal is Seagal in a kimono. <laughs>
0: That's favorite. what he's been living in for a while. Yeah, it's really. Um, the next build is Sarah Brightman, who played Blind Meg. Mag. Blind Mag. Do you know who Sarah... You know who Sarah You Brightman, told
2: right? me. After, right? Yeah, I do. Had you
0: seen her before?
1: Oh, yeah. I, she's the most... I, but I now got I some forgot. notes. We'll get to her. We'll tell get me to again. I forgot again, hold
2: though. You, to- you had to tell me but who she, she was. She
0: came from Broadway. Right, she's not an actress. She is a singer. I think she was one of the first people in Cats,
2: and I think that's obvious. I think she leaves her everyone, yeah, in right? the dust. Yeah, yep. like I could have listened she, to her all day.
1: It's like, yeah, uh,
0: I'm gonna make some
1: reference to her coming up. Awesome. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep um, my gun <laughs> in the holster right now. In
0: her career, she was a huge humanitarian. She was a charitable supporter. Um, she was appointed as the UNESCO Artist for Peace from 2012 to 2014. Um, she hasn't done a lot of movies, but she did do the soundtrack for Wanted, the movie you like, with the bullshit, curving bullets garbage.
1: <clears throat> yeah, let's talk about Seagal and, and yeah, what were other wonderful gems that you there, like. There's no, you, there's your, no your point in reference. Lit up about. I liked Wanted. I absolutely did. I know you did. And, and, and you think it's funny. Curving bullets, if you move your arm fast, the bullet... Oh, God. Okay, so Fast and Furious, folks, is okay. Everything in there does not defy laws of gravity Cars or don't fly, any, any possibility. Cars do fly if you, if you shoot fly. them out of a plane.
0: Uh, next build is Bill Mosley, who plays Luigi Largo. Now, I have a story about Bill Mosley. Uh, do you know who this is? The the oh, older um, the angry kid or the, the angry mask?
1: son? The angry son. The angry son. Okay.
0: He's got 135 credits. He's probably best known for Rob Zombie's um, most recent movies.
2: That is how I know him best. And so he's terrifying.
0: He's terrifying. Yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses, The Devil's Rejects, um, Three from Hell. He's in all those. He yeah.
2: More movies that make you feel like you need to watch a Disney movie afterwards just to cleanse yourself.
0: It's kind of like the horror resurgence (laughs) of John Travolta from Pulp Fiction. Like, he's a guy who's been in 135 things. He currently has 17 movies in pre-production. Wow. And one of them is called The Vampire Santa One, The Beginning. And (laughs) Going for a cult. (laughs) And he's been in a ton of stuff. And when I was a kid... We went to the local video store and my dad would say, You grab something, I'll grab something for me and your mom. And I remember I grabbed Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. And this was two years As after As you do. Two years when after a it came kid. Out. You're how old? Eight. Two uh, Eight or nine. <laughs> and I, I go up to the to the counter with and this is have
2: a lot of things become clear <laughs> yeah, to yeah. you about I Ryan. I, I've heard this story.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to make sure the are part of the story. A similar one, anyway, about the video store. You could get whatever the hell you wanted. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and then,
0: so I, I, as a a little tyke, I put this eight year old tyke, you know, cover onto the to the counter. I probably had to get on my tippy toes to do it. And the woman who ran the or, or was at in the counter said, "My son is in this movie." Yeah. And I was like, "What?" And she said, "My <laughs> son is in this movie." Having no thought to the fact that an eight year old kid was like. I'm going to put one of the most violent movies ever on your counter to watch. Maybe she thought you were just putting it up there for dad. And and maybe I was. So okay.
2: Let's hope. Let's hope. She yeah. said Take So the in the road. movie,
0: Whew. he's a character who has a metal plate in his head and he scratches it. He, he le- heats it up with a lighter. Uh le- le- She explained all of this yeah. to
2: your eight sweet little face. Yeah,
0: he heats <laughs> up um a hanger with a lighter and he scratches oh, boy. the skin. And he eats it. And you wouldn't explain the mask to your son. (laughs) I I had to stop.
2: I told him he's a garbage man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's awesome. And she's like, he's also in Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 3.
2: Did she tell you what he did in that one?
0: Yes. He has a blood bubble over his head. He's the villain. Um, And Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 was Bill Mosley's second film. All right. And admittedly, you've never seen it, right? No. (laughs) It's fucking nuts. It's fucking nuts. But he is so good in it. He, like, as an ensemble, like, horror character, he's really good. And he creates a character. It's his second film. <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night is, like, his fourth. So he, he's known for horror. But, Jess, to your point, you hate him in
2: the Rob Zombie movies. I do. and I hate him a lot. he is so violent. I didn't hate him less in this movie, either. He's so
0: violent in... To look at interviews with him, he is uncomfortable with swearing. He's uncomfortable with all of this stuff. So he, he hates. He's not this guy. So as an actor, I think this guy's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Because all of this makes him uncomfortable. Yeah. But he's typecast into these monsters. And clearly
2: well, he's he working. Because do it well. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. It's so working you hate for him. him.
1: You hate him because of his acting character, not yes, Hate him because like he plays, sucks as an actor.
2: Yes, no. Oh. I think he's great at making me feel very uncomfortable.
1: Okay.
0: Does he?
2: He does that he very, you very feel well. Oh yeah, even
1: in this movie, you know, when he's yelling and yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I'm gonna give some props to Terence Zdunik, sure. and I hope I'm not getting that wrong, but he is billed as the grave robber. Yeah and i consider him in in Crave
2: just in,
0: in these kind of movies uh, in musicals there's usually a narrator who kind of pushes things forward yes. and they is is that
2: right is absolutely he... i was going to compare him to the mc in cabaret i think that he absolutely has that role where he it, you know interacts a bit with the people who are in the main plot line but otherwise is there to move the story along I thought his part was great. He was my favorite part. Did you like him?
0: Yeah, the grave robber. Yeah, I
1: got. We're going to talk oh about. Oh my him gosh! When, when okay, to, so you he, didn't.
0: He was great. He's also credited as the illustrator comic book. So I oh. think throughout the movie there are little things that push the story forward, um, that are kind of comic related, and I think he illustrated all that stuff. All oh, those comic, wow. all that comic book in, stuff in, he did in between everybody's story. I think he illustrated that stuff. You think
1: stuff. he's in some death metal band? Probably.
0: He looks like it. Um, this, well. This movie is, is based on a 2006 short film, and the lead in the short film, Michael fucking Rooker. Who? Yondu from Guardians oh. of the Galaxy.
2: Is he cool? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm
0: still deer in the headlights. So... It- who? This was a short film, and, and, and we'll get to a little bit of that later. Um, but Michael Rooker played the Repo Man in the short film that this movie was based on, that all the original people had everything to do with. Um, also, honorable mention, Ogre from Skinny Puppy is that in this. That makes you
2: so happy. <laughs> Even when our 14 year old came in to watch this movie, which she clearly should not have been watching, and came in she and didn't had a see very. That in- yes, she did. And I was like, "Good night, good night." And then he had to stop her so that he could explain that that was Skinny Puppy.
0: So Ogre from Skinny Puppy Puppy is in Mm -hmm. it, and also Paris Hilton is in this
3: movie.
1: Okay, who? I'm a little lost in the Skinny Puppy thing. This is another movie. Skinny Puppy
0: is a industrial metal band, and Ogre is in that band, and he's kind of a legend. And and who is it? Um, he's the son with the face on his face. Okay.
1: Which you'd you never see his face. You never, you see so how do you know it's really him?
0: Um, well, because he affects he an accent a lot and he's credited. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's not. Okay. Him. But tried, again, I, I full disclosure <laughs> Paris Hilton is in this movie. Well, and, yes. He's... And on our you movie podcast. You chose a Paris Hilton movie. I chose movie. a movie that Paris Hilton is in. Yes, you did. Uh, directed by Darren Lynn Bozeman, <laughs> who directed Saw 2, II, 3, and 4 in the remake of Mother's Day. Um, and he directed the, the 2006 short written by Darren Smith, uh, who is also the composer. So it was written by the composer, uh, his main writing credit. Um, this is his main writing credit. And, uh, Taryn Zudinich, um, has also written the devil's carnival and the devil's carnival Two. So the grave robber guy. So it's, it's kind of like a family affair, Yeah. you know, like people did the, the short, And then they brought this to bear.
1: Yeah. Well, it makes sense because if he wrote all the songs and all the lyrics for all the songs, that's most of the movie. Yeah. So tagline
0: from the poster. Okay. From the producers of Saw.
2: (laughs) That was the tagline? From the producers of Saw? They had had the gem in the description of it being a killer financing plan and they used from the producers of Saw.
0: And the other credited tagline is, not your parents' opera.
1: <laughs> that's awful. Which what also do you you don't doesn't like describe <laughs> no. anything at
2: all about the movie.
0: Uh, one hour and 38 minutes, budget $8.5 million.
2: Which is, uh, I thought was a very high budget. Yeah, that's I, I thought lot. it was a hell
1: of a production. I, yeah. I really the, did. The look of this movie is I mean, just recording really all that music, getting all that mixed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that that's took, a good point. I that would have took forever. I, yeah.
2: Well, and Paul Sorvino, he needs that.
0: Yeah, and who knows? Seven point five would. Yeah, that's his Goodfellas money. Um, so uh, some notes: winner um, of uh, groundbreaker award at the Fantasia Film Festival, uh, Good nominated. Time. Yeah, I mean, see,
2: it is a groundbreaker. I would call it a between groundbreaker.
0: between Todd and I. Most of his movies, I, I talk a lot more about about awards. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a lot of mine don't have <laughs> lately. Any. Anyway, right? <laughs> it was
0: nominated for the audience award at the Toronto After Dark Film Festival, and two Razzies. Ah, um, I, yeah, that's the
1: two. I festivals know what the first one is.
2: I don't know what the second one is. So
0: the Razzies are worst movies and worst films of the year, and both of the Razzies were f- for Paris Hilton. Oh, she okay. was nominated was for difference. worst actress of the decade for this. The Hottie and the Naughty and House of Wax, and she won Worst Supporting Actress for this movie that year. And I kind of... uh,
3: She wasn't that bad.
1: Oh, no, she
2: was that bad. She was painful to watch. I disagree. (laughs) Absolutely 100%. I I I, couldn't...
1: That that scene where she straddles a guy in her underwear at the end there? Yeah. I mean... I thought that was... Oh, you it. thought it, that had
2: real production value. I thought that was yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I'm it's sure. It because her she made some off. really artistic choices. Her legs were sure perfectly did.
1: tan. <laughs> 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 Ryan, you're sleeping on the couch tonight. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the movie starts, in, and it's it's set in the not-too-distant dif- future, 2056, and there is an epidemic of organ <laughs> failures. And Gene Co, again, which is not uncommon... Is that you have something happen and somebody takes advantage of it. Well, it's
1: the whole profit before people. Right. And, it, and traditionally, it's gotten worse and worse and worse. And so this is definitely a viable yeah. trajectory where the human race could be going to.
0: Yeah. And so they offer organs on a payment plan, as you see in the description. Um, but if you can't pay...
2: Which I I have a question. I, I was unclear as to whether or not they were recycling the organs. So once they pull the organ out of the person, right, when they repossess the organ, then are they trying to reuse that organ? Or is the whole reason that they're pulling it out just because you can't have their property if you're not paying?
1: Oh, My take on it was one of the organs, and I believe it was a heart...
2: It was yeah. always hearts. They yeah. were always yeah. pulling out it, it of was hearts. So hearts. It, was, it was in the it's beginning. It's very
1: graphic and brutal. Yes. Yeah. And just so people know, this is have... not a, this is like. It's not your parents' opera. No, no, you if, if you can't handle people being gutted, you're going to throw up for sure. And
2: if, if they've been watching your other suggestions, they've probably, they're ready to follow <laughs> you down this rabbit hole.
1: They've
0: seen zombie beavers at this point. Yeah, the the beavers definitely went up a notch. But in in the beginning, you see, you know, what you find out are repo men who, who, you know, like repo man, like we did, repossess these organs. And in the first repossession scene, he slits the girl's throat and takes her heart. And it feels like he takes it real willy nilly. It does not seem surgical. That's not safe. So maybe to your point. Well, I don't know if they My recently... thought is
1: yes, they are reusing them because one of them, and it may have been that scene there. You see a scan code on the yeah. organ, and and, and, and the only reason the end... they have a scan code code on the organ is for pricing and inventory. Yeah, and towards so... the end he brings, you know, like a spine back. That's
2: not sanitary. He can't reuse it. That's not been properly like <laughs> That's a kept shitty heart. Hole. Nothing... <laughs> yeah Who's going to use that heart? They should get a discount after that.
1: Yeah, they used a lot of soap and and you know, <laughs> wipes in this movie. I, it was just a right? lot of. It
2: was very clean. <laughs> it was very yes. clean. But I'm like, up after. Yep, absolutely. Are you killed if yes. you can't
0: pay? Because sometimes it feels like the process of reclaiming these organs must kill you. Well, oh no,
2: this is murder. 100% this yeah. this is not just repossessing the do you organs, think it's murder. It's murder.
1: Well, because he, he's legal assassin. Yeah, they, awesome. they made him as awful as you could be. And, you know, that first kill scene that you just described, I mean, it, it's brutal. So not only does he, you know, so you know she's going to die because he's taking her heart, right? So right. he has to have fun by slitting her throat and then taking the heart out while she's still alive and kicking but do you have and to do it that way? No, that's, you, what it, that's, maybe, my, like, that's my point. Take
0: him into a, a place You just where, conk him over the head and take the out. Because there heart are times out. where he... And I'm poking holes in my own movie. But there are times when he is extracting organs in a more clinical way. Situation. Yeah, he. But
2: that just looks like a torture. Are you talking about like in the basement room in his house? That just looked uh, like a torture chamber to yeah, me. And true. in 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 that scene that I think you might be referring to, he cuts a hole in the man's abdomen and then reaches up through it. Yeah. To pull he, he out does, the heart. He does. So I'm not while, sure that that's clinical.
1: While he's still alive, it's 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 Braveheart over and over again. <laughs> oh Jesus! But <Plus laughs> you know, he also except plays like yell a puppet. freedom. So scene.
0: we're introduced through um, the comic intros. What did you think about that? Did that you know, Sin
1: City was what popped into my but head?
0: It was exposition, been... exposition, exposition, exposition. Yeah. yeah. And is that like you're too stupid to understand how a musical can um, can show you the way? We need this. That's just the way it, they were it, telling you're... their
1: story. It didn't.
0: It didn't bother me. And I think each of the comic intros ended in a unique way i can only save one i can only punish one i can only have revenge on one
2: i thought the comics i i thought that they did a good job i i think that they you know mimicked each other in a lot of different structures that looked cool yeah and i do though think that they were to tell the story because they did choose to absolutely sing every single word in the movie, there wasn't so is any that, spoken dialogue. From a theater perspective, is that normal? Yeah, that's because they called it an opera, not a musical. They and they wow. are like resigning themselves to singing every single I didn't catch part. That.
1: There was literally no speaking. There dialogue? There was
2: no speaking, spoken dialogue whatsoever, there, there which is
1: some, why but rare, very little. No, very I don't
2: little. even think there was. I, I mean, if there was like sing talking, but it was. Mostly, there wasn't just normal spoken dialogue, and I think that's why they had to do a lot of the comics to get through a lot of that backstory. Because otherwise, because if you you didn't watch the
0: subtitles, maybe you'd miss some things. But we're introduced to the Largo family. Yeah, Rati,
1: Largo, and his three kids. You're gonna, you're gonna, so I'm gonna do what I always do. We I, I let you. I, we slid right past my note part. <laughs> I'm only because you're gonna enjoy this. So you know, early <laughs> on in the beginning when uh, wh- the narrator, what do we call the guy? Grave robber. Grave robber. That's how comes know. out. Right. And he looks. He looks like a vampire. Right. Yeah. The the long black hair, the pale face, the lipstick. And I, as soon as I saw that guy, and he started talking and started, you know, grave robber. Mm-hmm. You know, started going into. It. I go, Ryan did it to me. <laughs> Ryan did it to me. I said, "Floor is in this movie," oh, because he looks like how she looks, and the lyrics Should he we was saying, "Floor Jansen from Nightwish," absolutely. So a new discovery of you. So did Blake yeah, Mag yeah.
2: help? Help like? Oh, fill I was that waiting for you. And
1: and when when he's coming down the elevator from the top, uh, what's his uh, Roddy? Uh, that song that they're playing and the opera singing behind it was very Nightwish sounding. Yeah. And I'm like, Things you find in the graveyard. Yes, yeah. so I was getting really excited. I'm like, Things I'm like, you find. Fuck that's yeah, Florida's going to come out here and start killing people. Oh, that's cool. And rock it <laughs> until I found out that sweet little Sarah Brightman, the yeah. biggest selling crossover soprano in the history of music came out. Well And I was pleasantly surprised. Well done. Pleasantly surprised, but I'm like, but as soon as I saw that guy, it was like a Monte Doro. I'm like, Ryan, you fucking did it to me. (laughs) I go, floor is going to come out and I am going to have a floorgasm and it's just going to be
0: done. So if you survived fucking zombievers, you're going to survive anything that I throw your way. Guaranteed.
1: Well, now you tell me.
0: Even a weird...
1: Gothic music. You could have told me that like a week ago.
0: But that's why, you know, the fun tension. Oh, oh you know? okay. Yeah. But so, so yeah. We get that, to, I had to share that. To Largo. And it is discovered that Paul Serenino's character is terminally ill. And there's, you know, he created Gene Co. He created all this. And there's nothing he can do to save himself. And again, this is like Gothic horror. He's got these female bodyguards with. Mm-hmm. Gas masks
1: and thongs. Did you see them in that video back in the eighties?
2: <laughs> Simply irresistible. Thank you, <laughs> Robert <laughs> Palmer. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. think he
1: is Robert Palmer? <laughs> no, no. The girls in the background <laughs> yes. with the lipstick, all doing the same yeah, yeah. <laughs> dance with the eighties dance with their <laughs> uh, hips. I bet
2: they use the same costumes. Yeah, it, it looks just like that. I think so. They, they took, they the... saved a little money on that eight point five million.
1: <laughs> yeah, they took the guitars, put you know, took the guns, put the you know, holy replaced, shit, replaced. Uh, Guns for guitars. So it's yeah. established that
0: he has these three kids, and they're the yeah. fucking worst.
1: And he says, he'll he tell you that, too,
0: throughout and, the movie. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't clock a lot of the songs and the names, and I'll try my best, but things you see in a graveyard is him realizing that he has three shitty kids that he doesn't want to leave his company to, and he might want to leave it to, they flash to this young girl. Yeah. Shallow. Shiloh, which again kind of piques your interest. You're like, oh, okay, I, yeah. that's interesting, and she seems to be sick. Um, the 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 song "Legal Assassin," where they established Nathan as like the Repo Man, uh huh, is crazy. Pretty rocking. To your part with you know, and, and the music. What do you think of, about the music? This is not your scene, so please. No, as I, I actually you, as you want to be. What do you liked, think?
1: I like the music. I, I you know I was impressed with that and the production' um, the only guitars, thing that got to me a drums, little bit was just the over I know this sounds bad, you know, but it just they overdid the gore so much, right you know that was that was the only thing that was a little a little bit much for me,
0: and so they're establishing that this is a brutal thing that Nathan is doing, and yeah. I will say i i I'm on board right now as the first time I saw this movie. The lead character, the Repo Man, his performance totally sucked me in. He was the right actor to just, like, he's, Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm so compelled by this guy, but he's so good at being this torn, and there's reasons why.
1: Well, he's switching from being the loving, protective father to the most god-awful monster ever created. He, yeah.
2: What did you, what was his name? I'm sorry. I know you did that at the top. You Nathan. Said, no Nathan. not the actor's name has he been in other stuff
1: he
0: has he he was in he was uncredited and and but that's uh, it sweeney todd he was in ghost rider but he's been in 127 things none of which i've seen I forgot. Okay. 127 yeah
2: because i also i thought his voice was great and, and and it's
0: it's not you know to jess's point he's not a an operatic singer He's just Oh no, singing. he's
1: he's definitely singing for up here in the throat yeah, and stuff. Yeah, know. You know, only only Sarah and uh Paul are the ones that are Yikes. delivering so,
2: but he's did, belting it out. What did you think about that? Yeah, did, he's did for that, sure.
1: Yeah. He's did that take you out or bring you in? No. Just no, a he, regular he, actor. He, just all his singer? songs were rock songs, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's how he was singing them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he had to be doing these horrible, horrible things. And so we get to the point where Shiloh um who is sheltered in a bubble and she leaves her home with a gas mask and she's very into bugs and she goes to what you find out later is her mother's tomb
1: yeah she's hiding inside of that yeah because and she's just having a snack trying to catch a, a, <laughs> to a catch radiated a r- butterfly crazy, crazy bug, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it was it wasn't a butterfly but and,
2: well, her use of the gas masks though. I mean, it seemed to come and go. Like sometimes she had to be careful outside and sometimes she, she's she very didn't, clear about like and, being
0: being careful outside because of what her father has has, has created for her. Well,
2: but then all her scenes, all her times with the grave robber, she has nothing on her face and she's unconcerned.
0: Uh, that's a good point. So, she's met by the grave robber <laughs> who Is extracting bodies and he's pulling, he's got a needle and he's pulling stuff out of people's nose.
2: Yeah. Why is the Zydrate? And and
0: this is Zydrate because they talk about it on the top. This is like some painkiller.
1: Yeah. It's like Vicodin, Oxycontin, Mm -hmm. and everything else. But it's
0: harvested. So when he sings that song, and I love the song that he sings in that scene. I do too. Why does he keep yelling at the end, Graves, and try to get himself in trouble?
2: Because he... he does it yeah, twice. Why does he want to be caught? Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Does he want her to get caught? I, that's,
1: yeah, he, I think so. He was like, because he, he he had already punched a hole in the wall to escape with a body. With a it, body. Yeah. Did you see him? He's like taking
0: a body. Like, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Come through here.
2: He slammed the head through the wall.
0: But zydrate, this painkiller, comes from the the sinew of dead bodies. Well. Out of the brains, I guess, because he shoves a needle up their nose, and they don't—they don't talk about it a lab or anything. Yeah, there's
2: no—that doesn't make. Any and
0: sense. and it's clear pure. And I, yeah. I I I watched it with the subtitles, and he is doing this because he owes a debt to Gene Co.
2: Wait, which one? The, the grave, grave robber. robber owes, he, owes, he a, doing debt this owes
0: a debt too? I didn't get that at all. I didn't either. Them. He's a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. But he owes a debt to them, so that's why he's doing it. He
1: doesn't give it to them.
0: He sells it to the yeah. People he are on the street, including his, his, his daughter. Yeah. And, but that's all part of the whole thing because Gene Co. That's how he supports Delivers himself. all that and okay. all that kind
1: of stuff. The okay. grave robber works for Gene Co.
0: Yeah. Well, no, he's doing it because he owes a debt. And, and I was wondering, you know, if he, he got an organ or whatever, and it's not very clear, but he is, oh, he's owing a debt to, to Gene Co, and he's, that's why he's doing it. I would
2: not have minded more backstory on the grave robber. I, I liked him a lot. I, I thought he I was enjoyed, awesome. Yeah. I quite enjoyed him.
0: Um, so again, Shiloh is sick, she has a blood disease, and that's when we get another. Um,
2: that song is terrible. The genetics are such a bitch song that no, I I like like infected. (laughs) God damn it, I laughed out loud. I mean,
0: infected is good.
2: I so I. It's funny that she's in the Spy Kids movies because I was like, she's terrible in this. Like her, just her tone, even, and I know even that she's speak singing and, you know, but she just sounds like a teenager doing all of her and lines and all of her of songs. a lot of the bad
0: reviews are about like,
2: oh, about her. So her I, I didn't mind her. Did you mind to 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 her? Her? her?
1: Not at all. Go ahead. I, I Go ahead. Yeah, I didn't mind right. her. I don't have the... I don't have the background that Just does, so it didn't stick out to me like that. I, I, yeah, I didn't mind her singing at all. She just sounded like every other teeny bopper that's well, on the radio. Well, maybe
2: that's why. Maybe she's supposed to just sound like every other teenager, but then juxtaposed, like with Blind Mag and some, and the other real voices the, the I think Greatest selling just...
1: operatic singer of you, all time. All you're the things you just
2: said—that was fantastic. <laughs> uh, against her, I mean, honestly, the two females in the movie were a real disappointment for me, and that was a bummer because uh. you have Paris Hilton and you have the girl who plays Shiloh. So, and if I think the girl who played Shiloh
0: sang better, would you have been happier?
2: Yeah, absolutely, because I think her character is good. I, although that song is just clunky and it's trying the, to explain The it. So
0: so what's happening is that the, the father is, is is putting the dead nose juice <laughs> in his daughter's water and it, it it comes to find out that he's keeping her sick yeah, in a way to protect her.
1: I didn't know it was a zydrate he was dropping in there. Yeah. Well, I thought it was something he created.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well he's keeping her sick.
1: But doesn't know it. Because
2: no, um, I think he knows it. He yeah, wants, he's, he's doing he's, this on purpose. He's that's doing why she collects purpose. the bugs, right? Because she's caught.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Right? She's pinned. And I watched Ooh. it a
1: couple of times. Yeah. But I was a little confused, and I went back and forth a couple times. So um, the Infected
0: song, I we we disagree on that. But genetics are such a bitch is a fun <laughs> line. It was a fun line. And I've noticed in in this city, there's weird, like, giant screens just hovering over and you see this in a lot of movies you see it in blade runner in what future is one company just jettisoning things up in the fucking sky
2: (laughs) oh like 12 monkeys and then
0: in 12 monkeys and in just like
2: commercials can i say my favorite one replace your face (laughs) It was, it was over it was on yeah, so yeah, many yeah, different yeah. billboards. Replace your face. But but what are the wow. mecha-
0: I don't want to get into you, details, but what are the fucking you, mechanics I of this? I think you already did. <laughs> you Where guys pick out details that I don't you, even You have a company. That would just made me laugh. Like think about the, the machine that needs to be propelled into the air and stay in, in the air forever. Yeah. It, how is it refueled? How is it powered? <laughs> it's solar. How is there TV going on?
2: So the grave robber is taking fluid from dead bodies that gives people a natural high, and you're wondering about the aerodynamics yes. of the signs. Yes, how? What? What if those? Th- what
1: if it well, fell one time and everybody died? Did it sound like the stuff that was going on in uh, what's his name Rollins's head in the second? <laughs> second? Well, you never really died, or no? What was that? You were never really here. No, no, the yeah. one you picked. Henry Rollins. Oh, oh, he never died. No, he Mark never, Rollins. he never died. It, it's same sounds that's going on in his head. Yeah, is being pumped it's out like, into, yeah. the, into so the city.
0: So if you lived if uh, over Traverse City, there was a giant thing that had nine different screens with in the not too distant future. In the not too distant future, like who is that reaching? <laughs> who is that for? Why would you even fucking do that? Yeah, I I think we're
1: way too liberal of a thing. All right.
2: <laughs> well, what I liked about the signs. So, can I can I do say about the bullets the boards? Um I think that they were setting up the difference between um surgery that is necessary and surgery yeah. addiction. And that's like Paris Hilton's whole character about her being addicted to surgery and like yeah. the, you know, real blasé attitude about replace your face and anything that's not, that you're not happy with, you can then just use surgery to replace. So that That's did, the society. Did you, yeah, did yeah. you
0: catch something? Because Bill Mosley keeps on tearing his shirt off to see that he has scars all over. Yeah. So he's replaced everything internally, but not on his face. Yeah, well... And then you know, the advertise that
1: now does, you know, uh, cosmetic eyes. surgery. I, yeah, as, cosmetic and eyes just, were big. It's not just organs, you know. They went into a new market.
0: So now we get into a little bit of backstory where Nathan, our repo man, and Marnie, and this is, is Shiloh's mom. And Marnie used to be engaged to Roddy, and then she decided to marry Nathan. She met Nathan, and, and he stole her heart. It, it in the, the Literally <laughs> the, in the in the illustration, Marnie gets sick and dies. And you're like, okay, I get it. There's tragedy. This is why well, this she's, guy. she's
1: having she's having Shiloh and then she's sick and yeah. dying, and then he makes up a potion that he thought would save her. And it doesn't. Right. And it and it poisons her. And he decides to
0: save one. And he yeah. decides to save the baby. Yeah. Which I think is, like, you know, the imagery with, like, the blood coming out of her eyes, uh, Marnie's eyes.
2: Uh, it's a Sophie's choice. I
0: think that stuff was kind of powerful, to be honest.
1: Yeah, and it almost was like she probably couldn't have been saved, yeah. so he had to try and save the baby, Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and then that's the big twist coming up later on. And so in
0: out. Nathan's house, though, which I think is interesting as far as future stuff, he's got these hologram. Pictures,
2: yeah. <laughs> which, are which creepy would have been shit. way ahead of Harry Potter, and totally reminded me of Harry Potter. D- they're leaning out. Yeah, did you? Did, it, you they're three D holograms yeah. in
0: all of Marnie. And that's fucking terrifying. It almost terrifying. looked like she was looking at her and following yeah. her around the yeah. room, like
1: Three Stooges or whatever the movie where they eyes and had the
0: eyes in the painting. If I had that technology, I wouldn't use it. I, I'd be like, "Fuck." You that. wouldn't have
2: three no. D holograms of me just you following died. you no. around. You're just looking at me. I'm gonna I'm gonna have them installed. I want them in every <laughs> no <laughs> every nook.
1: I wouldn't do it. Pretty soon, your Alexa's gonna have that that's projected three right. D images coming out of it anyway.
2: Again, the nuts. And
0: it's really huge. clear that Shiloh does not know what her dad does. And that's no. the kind of inherent tension, I think, which is kind of cool because he's kind of built. And you see in, in some of the, the flashbacks, he came up as a surgeon or as a doctor and he's been forced into doing this by by Roddy. But she has no idea.
2: I like that. I like that. She had no idea. I also liked the conversation with the two of them on the phone where neither of them is aware of what the other one is doing. And they're, oh, he's, he's I really, that yeah, yeah, that was a good moment where he it's, he's it's killing very... someone and and
0: she's like, what are, she's you, in the what are you doing? And yeah, doing, what yeah, are you doing?
1: It's very BTK and all the you know the different serial killers that held a normal held a quote normal family. <laughs> so you, you know you he takes the kids this... to Cub Scouts and then goes does the most horrific murders and then comes back and slides into his tent. That's like real life. You know, that actually and happened. you
0: really have seen these kind of things, and that's that's fascinating. So how seen. do you think those people do that?
1: I, <laughs> documentaries. I've seen documentaries <laughs> <laughs> on BTK. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. You're the BTK.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, he, how he, do you think those people do that? He's in jail. <laughs> how, how do you think those
1: people do that? Well, they're what? Psycho, sociopaths. No, going with, back and yeah.
2: forth. Yeah. I He... I, I liked that in ours he wasn't just a victim. I mean he clearly is enjoying it. And the, his uh, one of his songs and you're the, better that's, at knowing this. That's
0: the problem with this is that I wish he was more conflicted because yeah. there is one song where he's like Oh, he loves it. song, somebody's throw he's it out.
2: Very Sweeney Todd in yeah. that song where he is loving and, and that's legal the assassin, gore and yeah. And
0: so well I think he did that take it. you out of it at all? Like
1: that he was no, I, I just looked at it as, as the dichotomy, but he, he reveals it in the end to me, um, when he's singing that last song to Shiloh and at the very end, the finale.
2: I think that's why he dies at the end. That's the that's he's uh, a complex character. He does enjoy
0: Oh not we're we're gonna get there. But I, I love the warehouse scene with the kids where if you didn't think they sucked bad enough, oh god! Like Luigi just kills a woman, and then they have the song while she's dying and
1: bleeding on the ground.
0: Oh, you want
1: you got to say what he says there? It's pretty pretty. He fucking says awful. something about something. He's big. doing pelvic thrusts and talks about fucking a hole. And yeah, if there yeah, isn't yeah. one make one, and then I, he just I'll stabs hole, that girl yeah. because she's standing there. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, that was really bad. That's crazy. Yeah so they, that
2: was uh, that was not great to watch there were a lot of scenes that were really hard to watch yeah. and roadie it, is, is
0: is courting shiloh like you see throughout the movie she, he's courting her and what i noticed is his limo was like a 2008 cadillac like they didn't even try to make a futuristic car budget restrictions. <laughs> oh. he's he's in like a, a ten and a half rented, like what can we get it's a Two thousand and eight Cadillac limo.
1: It's probably his car. <laughs> it could
0: be right. his car. Well, sort of, you know, drove it. But throughout throughout the, throughout the movie, they're referencing a genetic opera, which is so. What do you think about that? Like, they're a hey, genetic opera, a genetic opera, and you're watching a movie called Repo, a genetic opera. Did you think that that was no, distracting?
2: That, that was a snuff opera. That absolutely, where they kill someone during the opera. That's. <laughs> And oh, they do talking
1: about the advertising of the grand finale. Yeah, yeah. because there's posters. Which is like They're, a third Sh- of the movie. Shiloh
0: has posters for the movie in her bedroom.
2: Yeah, to go see the genetic opera, and yeah. and that's what blind and it's it's at, there's a countdown to when it's going to perform, and I, I don't think they ever really said what exactly. It felt like a variety show. And
0: so, Blind Mag is an interesting character because she was a a friend of Marnie, and she was blind, yeah. and Jean Co. Gave her Sight in exchange for being their spokesperson, apparently forever.
2: And then not just Sight, like Sight that could also... like
0: So Blind Mag's look was... Yeah. Uh, that was pretty hot. Awesome. She was awesome. She, she looked awesome. I mean,
1: the, what were those contacts, do you think? I mean, some kind of crazy-ass I make up... I mean, but so it's really
0: clear in, in a later scene when she goes to Shiloh to say, I'm your godmother... And she's projecting holograms of her yeah. mom. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I loved it. Yeah, that was a really cool thing. In, in and then songs.
1: That, that song that they were playing it like with the the back, the backing up, or whatever that yeah. you know that what is that technique where it sounds like it's being played backwards? You know, and the lead up into it. It's that, that was like a pop song. Yeah, I, I don't know which one, but okay,
2: I missed it.
0: And that was kind of cool. So it's it's revealed in another kind of um, comic book thing that Rhodey poisoned Marnie's medicine,
2: right. right? Because she left him, and so he created that situation. So
0: you have this
2: heartbreak
0: of I thought I killed my wife, but I didn't. I really didn't.
2: Does he find out that he yeah. oh, wasn't yeah. the one who did it?
1: No, until not until then. Not till it's too late, yeah, but yeah, just just getting caught up in such the mindset that he, Roddy is in, you know yeah. that re- he is continually seeking revenge, even when he gets revenge, yeah, he's still going after it, and then he wants to he wants the daughter to kill the father, you know I mean he's just it's just and, yeah, he's, and he's dying, you know he's he's, de- he's a dead man,
0: dead man walking, and he I, I think he is ready to leave the company to Shiloh
1: yeah if i really he gets do. his revenge and you see it later in his mind he's created the ultimate revenge is getting shiloh to kill her father so if right. you're
0: a guy like that do you hire just hot ladies and make them wear gas masks what are your thoughts that's you're, that's, you're that, like you know maybe Gene that's co ceo that's his thing and you're like hey ladies uh short pants well
2: they could have replaced their face they they could have not maybe their faces maybe were they up. maybe they, he hired them and they were you know really good at typing the, the look and of then he you know, made you know, them like look with the yeah. guns was they never really had
0: the gas mask off no never he has bodyguards and they're hot pant yeah, they're ladies they're from the
1: they're from the video in the eighties right, right. We established yeah yeah that. yeah yeah Robert Palmer right. So this is Robert Palmer <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're wearing the gas mask because it's forty years ago. Well, maybe yeah, those videos came out and their faces <laughs> don't look like the oh, same.
2: And they're having trouble adjusting to the atmosphere.
1: And, you know, he's like, I'm not paying for no Jenko facelift. Yeah.
0: And at this point, I, I noted fucking Paul Sorvino can sing. I don't know what song it was, but there was one point where like he was doing the he was doing the work and then he hit like a. He, does this, he, he did. Does Pavarotti. He Pavarotti. Really Holy shit. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He did that's that's how, you know, he was. Yeah. And you know, know it's point. him.
0: Yeah. And it's so great. And so Shiloh is drawn to this gene co-fair under the guy. Because I think Paul Soravino wants to, to, you know, get to know her, get close to her. Yeah. And but she feels trapped and she doesn't have her medicine. And that's the scene, Jess, where you talked about where her dad is gutting this guy. Right. And he's like, do you have your, your yeah, medicine? He's like, he's well, like ah, I has- don't know.
2: She has this. She has blood pressure warnings. Yeah, it keeps. It, it doesn't say blood pressure warnings. Like her. It says low. Yeah. yeah her but, genetic whatever her genetic infection has to do with her blood pressure. But there
0: is no infection.
2: That's the thing. No. And
0: that's why it's heartbreaking, because he has been tricked into poisoning his own well, daughter.
1: when you're when the drug wears off, this this side what's it called? Right. Zydrate wears off. Maybe her blood pressure drops.
0: I. I, I don't think she has a problem at all. Yeah, I don't think anything's wrong with There's her. There's nothing wrong with her. It's Nathan. Oh, it's a fake, it's a fake oh, yeah, signal? Yeah. Everything he, is he fake, is, yeah. He is scarred by his <laughs> wife's death, which he thinks he caused. Yeah. Right. And he is protecting his daughter at all costs.
2: She's the butterfly in the jar.
0: Hence the mm-hmm. insect stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is kind of cool. So the grave robber frees her, and then... <laughs> she sees amber who's like blind mags she is reneging so, on her contract and we're gonna take her eyes did we ever say that amber
1: is paris oh yeah yes, amber,
2: amber is paris i don't okay. i don't know that and, and, and she, she wants to be the singer
1: she has the most <laughs> porn name ever in a movie amber sweet amber sweet <laughs> if that's not a porn name it's a porn. what name. do you think jess
2: yeah, and and she clearly has changed it to be Amber Sweet because she's not yeah one of her the her
0: I think largos. Her, uh, she's yeah, not a Largo her yeah Largo yeah so she's changed her she's name. She's done it on purpose. But she's just a you know the daughter of a rich guy.
1: Yeah, and so her she, her yeah, that's running the space. world. Yeah. What it looks like.
0: And so she sees. Um, shiloh and she's like um yeah blind mag is going to be repossessed blah 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 blah. Um, i'm not going to show up for my thing and she doesn't show up for this thing that she's supposed to do at the fair yeah and it's another way that she's disgraced her father and so you keep on seeing the kids letting down the dad
1: yeah they're kind of related to the drug addiction and the surgery addiction yeah
0: that's what they're kind of they're
1: intertwined you know, the drug yeah, she does yeah. the drugs and then she just gets more surgery.
0: So Nathan is asked by Roddy to repossess Mag's eyes. And he's in mid surgery at this point, and it, it seems more clinical because he's not in the fucking alley <laughs> or something. He's like Because he's not
2: reaching <laughs> up through someone's chest.
0: Wait, what? And because Mag is you know, a best friend of his deceased wife, he says, No, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. He's conflict. And that's a pretty good song. Well, too. their best friend is Shiloh's godmother. Yeah. It makes sense. And when, again, when Mag visits Shiloh, that scene is super. I, I like that scene. I think it's a really cool scene because Shiloh, it's like, I'm not supposed to be out. And Mag's like, I need to connect with you. And she's saying, I'm your godmother. I thought you died, and that's the thing. Nathan told Mag right. that Shiloh died at birth. Right,
2: right. She never so, knew that Shiloh even existed.
0: Nobody knows, right? So he's—that's he,
2: another reason why he has to keep her locked up yeah. because he hasn't yeah. told yeah. anyone she even exists.
1: Yeah, he's well. He's got the whole overprotection thing going on too. He's right. afraid. He's afraid of losing her, so he keeps right. her in yeah. a bubble. So, as a, as a dad,
0: do you identify at all? with any of this
2: well do you identify with it yeah As and, a, and that you have a 14 year old daughter and that's
1: why
0: the clip i have is the clip i have and yeah. i am gonna try not to cry
1: yeah the <sighs> the uh the protection aspect of it all and stuff it's it's um you know that's what makes such a dichotomy between when, he, when they cut to the other scenes literally because what he's doing he's is awful
0: a- <laughs> to his daughter she is closed off from the world, which admittedly is but a you, fucked up world. You you totally accept that her he, yet he loves her, yeah. And Get I her. think that the, the, the it, it's really conflicting. The, the actor is so good that you kind of believe him, but what he's doing is terrible. It's terrible. It's relatable as a dad, in a way, but it's terrible
1: what he's doing. Yeah, he doesn't want her to go out of that awful and, world. That he, and it's clear that she's capable.
2: Yeah, she get, he locks her door and she gets out every single time. Yeah. and there's no scenes of her getting there's out of the lock There's a secret passageway. She's just out. No,
0: it's there's a tunnel have in the beginning. That secret passageway in their, their their fireplace. Yeah, that's how he gets
1: out, and that's how she gets out
2: from her room. There's
1: yeah. one in the room where she gets out from the room and is going through a tunnel, but they don't really show how. Because in that first so she scene, always in the has a gas mask. Yeah, and, a, and, and she's a going a through a tunnel to the um to to her mom's mausoleum or whatever that is.
2: Well, I just I I saw him lock the door so carefully every time, and then yeah. she somehow thwarted him. And, and I she was, has
0: this song yes. that probably annoyed the piss out of you. Which one? Seventeen.
2: Oh no, I loved it. In oh, fact, I punk I, rock song. I was a huge fan. Joan Jett was in that song.
1: Yeah. Did
0: you see Joan Jett
1: in I, the background? I wrote some notes <laughs> on Joan Jett. Are we are we to that point, or are we still doing a... No, no. Well, so
2: what I loved here this is this is why you have me here, right? So I can com- compare and contrast classic musicals. This is. Compare and contrast this with Sound of Music, 16, I am 16, going on 17. And, you know, this is her 17 song where she screams uh, out, at least I'm not 40.
1: I'm a fucking Neanderthal. Yeah, I wrote, I mean, I got that 17 better than 40. Uh, Oh, my God. Because that's the argument, you know, (sighs) father-daughter argument going on. At least I'm not. Dr- 40. You know, and he says, What can you do Your argument to be, you know, that skirt's too short. Mm-hmm. You know, hell yeah. no, you're not going with that boy. He's three years older. This argument just happens to be in a different place and time. So yeah. it's just over her getting out of her bubble, but it's the same thing.
2: Yeah, a very relatable moment. But at least I'm not. Good 40. luck with her. a lot. Heard I, a lot. I
1: already did it all. <laughs> but
0: he hits her. He hits her. Yeah. And that I didn't like. It's not okay. Even within the context of the story. Yeah. It like his history of violence and her that that song I really liked and I like seeing Joan Jett I was like holy shit Joan Jett that's yeah. awesome.
1: So as soon as I saw Joan Jet I wrote Joan Jet has Genko <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and you'll
1: understand what I mean when you watch it. But
2: she looked good. I, I, I don't. We've I, met her in person. She looks that yeah, good in we, person. We have
0: met her and she. But it's
2: oh yeah. She
0: she she walked out. <laughs> Like the fucking crypt keeper, she's just like old and uh, and took a picture with us, and then she got on
1: stage like a
0: fucking monster.
1: Well, it's it's I, She had that guitar yeah. and she was.
0: Burr. No,
2: when we met her at we met her at Cherry Fest.
1: Yeah, yeah. She takes some. She takes some feel good. She
0: looked really yeah s- yeah she's small got and frail, so maybe she's taking Zydeco or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Zydeco. Is. I love. You know, let's call you. it Zydeco. That is she's the, taking uh,
2: New Orleans music as her. Her feel-good bill. Zy- <laughs> all
1: right, I'm, I'm lost again. She- <laughs> Zydeco Zy- is a term that is related she to She has a guy with a washboard. New Orleans. Orleans
2: music. That's the right. Zy- Zydeco
1: What is our, what is our Zydrate.
2: Zydrate.
0: Zydrate. Jesus Christ. There's a
1: smart one in the room, Yeah, and it ain't us,
0: right? Yeah, at
2: least one. I took one. notes. Um, <laughs> I, was, I, I was really intimidated. So
0: what I think is kind of cool is is Nathan <laughs> no has all. now said, you know, Meg is not doing the spokesperson nathan's not doing it um and roti says hunt him down and then you see the small print in mag's contract that says your eyes are forfeit so she thinks she can just kind of retire from being the spokesperson and roti you know the contract says no you can't do it
1: yeah and the two scenes there were the. So you had the the father daughter fight, you know, where he slapped her the seventeen better than forty thing, you know. And then she goes affair the like George jet You like that line? Better than forty? Yeah, oh, that's because that that's exactly what a teenager would right, say to you. Right. You're old and stupid, and you know you just gotta, you know, I, you, know, you bite through your lip, you get chip crowns <laughs> and stuff. It's coming, wait, brother. It. Oh. <laughs> but then they do a father daughter thing between Roddy and Amber. And, and the whole oh. thing over the surgeries and you yeah, know she's addicted and she's to it she's like surgery. the surgery's only $90,000 and and then you know yeah. if she, he fight and her she, So he, like there's a face. huge
0: father daughter um comparison going like, on. Theme through this movie and and that's I'll be honest my clip is at the end and I was really struggling yeah I didn't know what what I wanted to do but well. if I'm being real the clip is what you know, took me to this movie and 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 made it worth it for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I know it's seen, I know what you're talking about, and I wrote emotional, you know, on that, and my notes in that.
0: Are you, you're pulling my clip? No. Do you, do you know what it? No, I'm not calling it, it's, it's but not, i have just
1: say that I used, um, I used emotional for uh, the description, emotional ending for father daughter. Yeah.
0: So there is a genetic opera, and you have a little bit of a scenes of watching nathan just doing his repo man just doing fucking Repo repo man shit and grabbing people's organs and all that kind of stuff which you set this guy up as a badass but i don't look at him that way i look at him like a dad
1: well he's wearing a mask when he does his repo and serial some, sometimes
0: you. he's not sometimes he puts it on in the middle and the the thing comes on in the eyes and yeah but i I don't see him as Van Dam. I don't see him as you know, I see him as a guy who's doing what he's doing for his he's kids.
1: Jack the Ripper.
0: And he he's a badass. So we have this genetic opera after the fair of Gene Co. And did you notice the old lady DJ?
2: No. Oh oops. The
0: DJ for the for the The little thing. old lady <laughs> spinning <laughs> the records. Yeah, yeah.
2: No. Oh that's
0: You did? Yeah. And I wrote down like I old did. lady DJ, I, but it didn't strike me. But now that you say it, that's kind of
1: funny. She's just this little old yeah, lady. You never see that, right? Yeah.
0: Well, it's pretty rare. I mean, I don't know when you're casting a movie, I don't know if you. Wait, I mean, we're talking like make like let's put an old lady as a DJ.
1: Yeah, it's funny. Well, it could be anybody. She could have
2: availed herself to some cosmetic Maybe surgery. Maybe she's type.
0: badass. That's for sure. Um, so this is the final act right so just like in musicals what do you do with music at this point
2: well i think actually even before this ooh, i want to talk about the one that i think is the end of act one like if you if you were talking about um uh an actual play an actual musical that you were watching on stage or an opera that you were you know the end of act one is always a really big scene a really big song. And that's when every character gets to come out and say their piece. And that's the night at the opera song that they keep singing. Um, and each, you know, repo man
0: is a song that they keep repo man. I mean, there's not one song that kind of continues throughout the movie, but that one, right?
2: Well, the one, the one that I really liked that I thought like tied everything together as far as like, you know, feeling your act break was the, at the opera tonight, that one where they kept doing yeah, and yeah, each yeah, actor yeah, yeah. and that everybody got to do that one. Oh and yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Everybody got a part in that. And then, then there was a break, you know, kind of bringing the action down and then you come into the actual genetic opera, which then I think it follows again, the formula for act two, you know, it slows down and yes, yeah, somebody dies at the end. This is, you know, the classic opera and nobody's going to go home happy. so Uh
1: i wish i'd have known that going in
0: (laughs) (laughs) so from a musical standpoint um i think
1: wait 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 (laughs) wait so when operas came out way back in the day you know black plague Mm -hmm. no surgery people dying just because you cut your finger um, women were not treated well in the six nineteen sixties. so I can't imagine back then. You know, operas were coming out, Mozart, Beethoven, they're all writing operas and stuff like that. So that that, that that's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Honestly, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> That's the pattern they're trying to follow, I would say.
0: So is the, would you? But it's call not your parents' like opera. Traditional, it's not. It's not. Well, okay. my point well,
2: that's w- why they, you know, add all the violence and the blood and the so gore is, and the is sex that, because is, they're trying to distance themselves yeah, from I, I my you know, I, I, traditional.
1: I, I, you know, I started the engine and I took off down the drag strip and then I went. <laughs> <laughs> boom, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. We were waiting. We were with it, it, you it though. Saw. Like I'm running. I know. I, it you it got, just, got it's something the head cold. No, no, no. So when you said Jess, that. It's an opera. Yeah, you know somebody dies in the end. It's an opera. It's never a happy end. What did you expect? Right. So then I'm going back. Wait, time and place of when operas were going be, being created and really big, all the fame. You know, so they, they needed all, they needed more depression. They, they were needed all to tragedies. have somebody die they, in the end. You could
2: right. They are, could, are all tragic.: could, You can you, point to a,
0: a, can you point to a positive opera? No, but i want to say something good happened.
1: Your life sucks, so then you go to the opera to feel even worse.
2: (laughs) They're more emotional, right? They're pulling emotion out of you. Cousin Eddie just died from a cut
1: on his finger. (laughs) Yeah, and you know his wife and the twelve kids. We don't know how they're gonna gonna eat. Let's go to the opera.
2: Well, it's the very opposite of our romantic comedies, you know. Like, it's not a when Harry met Sally. Yeah, all that These shit are...
1: was
0: crazy intense. It, yeah, it, it was. And yeah, you, you but look it's at almost theater like theater back in the in the eighteen hundreds. It was intense, and yeah, I get it. You think you're trying to escape, and you're not. You're you're watching supernatural
1: craziness. Or they're trying to like get well yeah, that. I guess my life isn't that bad. (laughs) Right, there you go. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. They make the opera so depressing that they're like, oh, hey, I'm I'm okay. So dad could be a serial killer.
0: We have the, yeah, and there you go. We have the Shiloh coming to the uh, genetic opera, and um, after we see the old lady DJ, the (laughs) repo man is identified to her as her dad, and she hits him. Not knowing who's under the mask, so that f- scene was rough. What's yeah, in the
1: never mask? hit your mother with a shovel. It leaves a dull impression on her mind. One of my favorite movies, which it in the Sundance Kid. <laughs> <laughs> so she hits him with a shovel. It comes up behind him and whacks him in the head with a shovel. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah, could that have and, been any again, more nasally you, in my voice? Y- y- <laughs> you're you're, you're, showing, you're, a, you're well. showing
0: a strong woman. You know, yeah, somebody who, who's been like all of this is is, is awful for her, you know, how, how she's been treated all her life. But when she's out in the world, she's fucking strong. You know, yeah. there's nothing that holds her back. So much so that she doesn't hesitate when she hits her dad in the head.
1: Yeah, and she's told if you if you kill Give Me the Repo Man, you know, you get you get inherit Genko. So, Roddy is
0: dying and he says if you kill your father you inherit this company
1: yeah at the at this yeah first it's the repo man cause she, and then when she finds out the repo man is her father then it's kill your father kill the rabbit
2: i think i was having trouble staying awake at the end <laughs> <laughs> cuz i'm i missed a lot of this
1: did you see that more than once or just one time
2: i saw it Uh, Twice, because it was one of the very first musicals that Ryan... And I think, were we were we married how when did this come out were we married when this came out it's yeah. been so long
0: you mean, you, this was you took her to this just, on a date no i didn't nobody
2: brought it home specifically for <laughs> I, me i, I didn't mean say, in his in his love I, you know I, like I, it's it's a musical you'll love it
0: i got this was there roses we'll it roses involved? no i got this through netflix dvds so this is at the time oh they mailed it to you when netflix was you know uh, a different company Oh, and yeah. I like the idea of it. I like the, and Ogre from Skinny Puppy, to be honest, was one of those things I was like, oh shit, cool. And then I saw Par- like Paris this. Hilton later, and I'm like, oh fuck. But <laughs> but I thought this would be an easy sell because it's a musical, and I fucking hate musicals. Yeah, I do.
2: And he never watches them with me, and so this was one he could watch Minutes
0: into this movie, I was like, I I get it. Like the leader of Cradle of Filth could have been on this. Like, like it's a gothic. I, I got it. So now, if you Cradle listen, of Filth
1: is a uh, <laughs> is, is <whatnot. laughs> we won't go into that. It's but, a ba-
0: no, a band. Yeah, it's a band. But I, I will say, if you Alexa, play Repo: The Genetic Opera. You're welcome. Because <laughs> if you listen to this outside of the movie, because in the movie you maybe don't think that the songs are that memorable. Were you just
1: trying to activate everybody's Alexa Alexa
0: in the audience?
2: He was. He's so sneaky. That's diabolical. Play Repo,
0: the genetic opera.
1: Right through their headphones. Yeah. And.
0: (laughs) But when, you know, because I spent the last few days listening to the soundtrack. And the the songs and just- They're good. Like, while, we're, yeah. while you're watching it, they don't seem that memorable for some reason.
2: Because the it, it, the what they're trying to do with the dialogue, with singing the dialogue, that part was not well done. And it was really clunky, and it takes you out. And, and yeah. they were doing their best with it. Paul Sorvino did the best, um, where it, it kind of still <coughs> seems Sarah to Brayman. be... Seems to be organic. Well, no, yeah. And hers was a lot more. She did have a lot more song than than uh, spoken parts.
1: Just surprising they had her in that movie. Right. That little independent blood and guts movie. Right. Yeah. They got Sarah Brightman. I'm like,
2: what the fuck is she
1: doing in here? Right. It's supposed to be Floor.
2: One of her nephews, like, (laughs) produced the song produced it somehow or somewhere so there there's a family connection there she got roped into that
0: well you know no actually she there was another actress who was supposed to be in that role and to to budget restrictions she dropped out and sarah brightman joined. who the hell would cost more than sarah brightman (laughs) so i don't i don't know who that is i have that bit of knowledge (coughs) <laughs> <Right there. coughs> Floor Jansen. Do you, do you make, remake this
1: movie with Floor, Floor Jansen? It would be. No. A, it would be a different. She could he be the Repo a Woman.
2: A sequel with Floor.
1: No, she's going to become riding a horse
0: well, with sword, just and, like yeah. you know. We did Repo Man. There's a sequel by the director Repo Woman. We could produce a sequel to this. I. I do you want to do that? No,
1: she's got to be a vampire, and she's also got to have... We this, could do whatever the fuck we one want. One of her minions be- you know, from the most beautiful island, the Russian vampire.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. That's okay. gonna, but Flora's going to be like the Sturba of the vampires. Sturba. And she's going to have a sword, too, with her Xena outfit. It's going to be badass, people. <laughs>
0: so, um,
2: This is quite a fantasy you two have created. We've
0: got Shiloh on the stage, <laughs> and with Roddy's dying breath... He shoots Nathan. She says, "I'm not going to kill my father." Yeah, and he shoots Nathan. Yeah, and did and we her do the love Sarah...
2: redeems him because she forgives him yeah. at the end, which did... is also part of the formula? You we know? kind of
1: skipped over what Sarah Brightman. Oh Red, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Mag yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Blind Meg, and her final performance. Yeah, gouges So out. she
0: she um takes the place of Amber.
2: Oh, the sound effects.
0: Yeah. She takes so Blind Meg um takes the place of Amber who bails again and she finishes her song and in defiance Yeah. Literally takes her eyes out.
1: Yeah, and the whole time she's singing she's got these these razor blades on her index fingers or it's spears. Yeah, which I did out. not track at all. Yeah, I just thought huge, was
2: part of her was, cool, you know, yeah, gothic outfit. costume. Yeah. yeah. I was genuinely surprised.
1: Yeah, I. I mean, I saw those things, and then you know, it was all about she was supposed to get her eyes repossessed, and yeah. then that was her. So, like, were you clocking like
0: her doing something to herself, or were you like, I don't. She's remember trying this, to defend herself.
1: I don't remember because I watched it a couple of times, and I can't remember if the first time through, I want to say yeah, because I saw those daggers, and I'm like, you know, she's gonna. Yeah, it made sense that she was going to defy him. Well, and it also but, makes and sense because he cut the rope. Yeah. <laughs> She gets impaled.
2: Her character as the innocent, she is supposed to die, right? Like that. That Cause, also because operas very, are,
1: you know, hey kids, yeah,
2: very formulated. You know,
1: it's fun. she Let's go. Yeah, we should look at all this our, horror. Yeah, your life songbird. is that so bad? You know, you ate three days ago. Right. <laughs> what are you complaining about? So um,
0: that happens, and then uh, Roddy shoots Nathan, and yeah. in his daughter's arms so my clip and i I thought about this a lot and i thought about what kind of clip to do in a musical you should do maybe a musical clip so this is the song that got me the most
1: may get me now yeah no i I, i'm i'm there with you i wrote emotional right by it so you know this is what happens to dads
0: this is not the whole thing but this is the song that is sung when he is shot. Got me again.
1: Uh, <laughs> no. Except for the part I didn't you know. Weepy
2: bastard.
1: You know, of course he knew. <laughs> we all do. Well, until until he's gonna leave her. Until he's gonna lose her. I guess. To, you know, have to leave her type of thing. Yeah.
2: Well, that's how he's redeemed.
1: Well, and and he starts it off to really get you like uh, your mother's calling me, and mm-hmm. you know her mother's obviously passed, and and uh, he's, yeah, the rest he of the song is incredible.
0: Um, and it's short. It's not a real long song. Yeah. And not a lot of the songs in this movie are, are very long. But when you listen to them aside from the movie, they're really great. You know, outside of the story. It's it's really kind of cool. But that song, they,
1: the so, first time I saw it. Yeah, got, it's highly recommended to, to download the soundtrack for sure. <laughs> <laughs> not a sponsor. Not, so, not but a open, sponsor. Op, op, open to, what's your line?
0: Open to... Open to sponsorship. Um well, that was easy. So at the end of the movie, um do you remember what happens?
1: With Paris? Yeah. We keep we don't even call her Amber, that's yeah. funny. We her, call her, her Paris. Her
0: face falls off oh, during a performance, which is fucking hysterical.
2: I see, I had trouble. I had trouble you didn't like that no I had like to I had it? to avert my eyes
0: like when her face slides off her face.
2: her whole
1: her. she's pulling it up through the whole performance <laughs> oh, like it's like, a bandana that part and is it's, it's rolling down no, her head when, and shit. she's
2: like sliding it back up yeah, yeah that was <laughs> so that, that was, was really good comical. acting then because it
1: got both of you <laughs> she, she, but, but neither of you will admit it because it's <laughs> I think helping. her
2: face was actually sliding off though I don't know if it was acting that was something that they an overlay that wow. they they really were putting she goes on Jess has daggers on
1: her index fingers. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Look
1: how Paris.
2: (laughs) There is no way that was the yeah exactly that was too good to be acting frankly. But
0: she gets the company and then she auctions off her face.
1: Yeah, they kill the top three that win the auction because the face wearing brother has to win the
0: auction. (laughs) Yeah, and and Pavi (laughs)
1: wins the auction. Yeah, and and what band is he in? Skinny Skinny Puppy. Jesus
2: Christ! You're gonna go home. And Todd, no, I Still, won't. No, you're not. won't. <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're Yo, not yeah, do I guarantee
1: it. you. Know, you're there's, there's not certain. Do I get it. a. I just get a gut feeling when I should look up a band. Yeah, you're not going to do it. Skinny Puppy it. is not it. Circle Jerks well, is not it. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one? You. The other one you said earlier that was like just well, black gross. flag. Black. No, no, Cradle of Phil. Cradle. Of Cradle of, yeah. Do you know them, Jess? Have you heard Cradle oh, of I, Filth?
2: I, I've been married to Ryan for 18 years next Tuesday. So, so you, I have heard all of these bands, yes. Wow. Infinite Annihilator. So you took your
1: wife into a cradle of filth?
2: No. Um, Napalm Death, though. I've Napalm been to Napalm Death. Death. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, that um, was, well, I guess I did say literally, I, but it was supposed to be oh, like yeah. um, um, that. Cre- I've done a
2: little, just terrible
0: things. I've done terrible things to this amazing woman. We're, yeah, we're, so, we're making
1: jokes at your, your uh, expense there. Um, so, added
0: notes in 1996, Damon Smith had a friend who was going through bankruptcy and whose possessions were going into foreclosure. Inspired by this, Smith came up with the idea of a future. Where not only one's property but also one's body parts could be p- repossessed. Smith and Terrence Zudnich. Sorry.
2: This poor man.
0: Collaborated ideas and plot lines to create the first version of Repo titled The Necromerchant's Debt, which told the story of a grave robber in debt to a repo organ man. It was there's the there's necro- your next band, the necro <laughs> merchant. The necro
2: really flows of <laughs> the time. After that, yeah. well, I got that. Rawr, that'll look good on a t-shirt.
0: It was first performed at the John Rate John Rate Theater in 2002. After being as such a success, creator Smith and Zdunich expanded on the universe to create all the storylines that became Repo: The Genetic Opera in 2006. There are 56 total songs in this movie. Including the Real instrumentals. Shit. So do you, like, when you think about the instrumentals, do you think about that? Or no? I would
1: have said 20 songs. 56. 56.
2: Wow. Are, th- are they counting, like, because there's a lot of them that are reprised. So um, are they I, counting each yeah, of them I think they, separately?
0: Instrumentals, without you know, where they're not singing. Songs recorded but not included in the movie include "Crucifixus," sung by Meg. It's wordplay. Come Up and Try My New Parts.
2: Oh, my God. Sung by <laughs> Did Amber. Did Paris Hilton, I was just yeah. going to say that. Did <laughs> Paris Hilton sing that one? And she also
0: sings this. Can't get it up if the girl is breathing.
1: Well, that's the old Necra. Oh, necra yeah. Sung by Amber. Oh,
2: That's the grave uh, The Towel
0: Mag and Needle Through a Bug, uh, sung by the grave robber. So the song that, that, a bug. that gets me so much and she you're going to make fun of me forever for being a weepy bastard about the song. I didn't know. I'd love you so much was originally a lullaby composer. Darren Smith sang to his son. Oh, and according to director,
1: Darren, I love
2: Link- that. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> Ryan's trying to be strong right now. I know. I, I mean, it takes on a totally we, we different keep him off target. Dark, he's, he's gonna... dark
2: purpose, but it's not
0: dark. It's so according. Uh, so, I want to share this. This is IMDb trivia, but who knows. According to director Darren Lynn Bozeman, Paris Hilton was so passionate about the film being made that when production was going to be halted due to budget going over by $50,000, Hilton made a paid appearance at a nightclub for that sum to make up the difference and keep filming going. Despite this, she is not credited as a producer.
1: Well, there you go. Humanitarian...
2: I mean, and I bet you she
1: didn't even, you know, can hit, we at this say performance. Good I, I, bet that about Paris Hump. I, I bet that happened. I bet that happened. I bet she didn't even sing at that at that appearance. Yeah, she just showed up she... and uh, no, she, she just a had a celebrity appear. appearance in L.A. Yeah,
2: well, good for her.
0: Um, so IMDb <laughs> trivia dubious, but I kind of think that that's probably true.
1: Yeah. Like if she can, wanted to, I just want. Can we get Jess to admit that that was a kind-hearted, good thing from an actress-singer in a movie I, named Paris Hilton?
2: I, I think that if that is actually true, and if that actually happened, it yeah. would have been a kind-hearted gesture. I I doubt its validity.
1: <laughs> All right, <laughs> I, I'm not going to get into the, the linguistic study of what she just said, but replay it. It's pretty interesting. <laughs>
0: So, as we always do, we are going to end Woo-hoo! with
1: some reviews. Hey, that's a new thing. Oh, it is a new thing. Reviews. All right, we Is it, it the
2: opera? Is it the opera that made you feel like singing it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, guys. that see? was
1: but it was it wasn't thought about. it just came no. out.
2: You were channeling Paul Sorvino.
1: Yeah, let's do reviews. reviews. Don't right. sing
2: the reviews.
0: One oh, out of ten. All right, no, one out of ten. And I will say, um, listeners, um, email us at a little independent podcast at gmail.com with feedback. Thank you for listening. Um, and if you like more um, musical movies, send us well, ideas for musical independent movies.
1: What do you, What do you think of this, Ryan? It's 20 episodes now so we're you know coming up on what five months five months coming up uh, gonna be six months before we know it maybe our listeners want to start sending us movie suggestions of yeah. independent films no, we hope is that at this point what do you think should we uh... please send please okay so let's do send. it battle cry has been put out
3: all
0: right so these are longer reviews and I'm gonna really do my best <clears throat> first one a bad review titled If the People Behind Hannah Montana Did a Gorehound Flick. <laughs> First, I feel I must clarify something. Putting blood and guts and goth girls in a movie does not make it edgy, occult classic, or provocative. It also needs to have acting, good songs, if it is a musical, and an inter- interesting story. I have not found a movie I have disliked watching more than this in a long time. <laughs> As my title says, I felt like I was watching some Disney Jonas Brothers kind of crap.
1: Jonas Brothers? <laughs> with Sarah
2: Brightman? Disney Disney crap. Was,
0: but whereas, and not appropriately punctuated, Disney Channel stories call to Hollister-type crowds. This is for the trendy, just as spoiled teenagers at Hot Topic. To me, there's no difference. It was just blood and guts instead of haircuts and glitter.
2: I don't disagree with the part about the teenager. I do think that she was miscast.
0: Uh oh. At one point, in a perfect, like, seriously, oh my god, oh LOL. <laughs> I That's did You could sing way. that
2: part. Maybe sing the. That's the only LOL. way. At one point,
0: in a perfectly, like, seriously, oh my gosh, uh, storyline, she spouts, why? Because I'm 17? Well, it's better than 40. <laughs> Well, then cuts the horrific rock-and-roll sugar-coated spoiled brat anthem. Every teeny bopper who chose Hot Topic over Abercrombie and Fitch was probably rocking out. Yeah, my dad is so lame. He makes me take out the trash. It's not fair. I'll show him what a badass rebel I am. This one scene, this Joan Jett respect-killing scene, was more painful than any scene I've ever seen in any movie ever. This whole movie was filled with horrible lines that I could go on and on about. Bottom line is this. This movie made me cringe in its horribleness. Oh my gosh. Guts and singing at the same time. Yes, trendy teenagers go see it and pretend it's groundbreaking and pretend it's a cult classic, but it's not. I love gore movies. I love horror movies. And any self-respecting gore hound or true hardcore horror fam will stay away from this movie forever.
1: Ryan, are you a self-respected horror fan?
0: I'm not a self-respecting anybody.
2: Who who wrote that? What what's the handle?
0: I'm not gonna I don't
2: read Oh, either. it it has their actual email. No. It's not like yeah. Upset Here's, in his Minnesota. they Paul Johnson. It was a well, one happy <laughs> I street. think I think <laughs> Upset in Minnesota was you know, was moved and and was upset by some of the feelings that they felt in their gore movie. Yeah,
0: the, the, there was a, a a paragraph I didn't read about infected in genetics. Mm-hmm. To your point. Mm-hmm. So, this person may be connected with you.
2: I think so. I think they're having some trouble. And I think the seventeen anthem is exactly is doing exactly what it's meant to be. I just think that she delivered it badly.
0: Oh boy. All right. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Nothing like it. I have been to cult films. I have been to great grand openings of everything from movies to books to games to this and that. There's an opening. I will go to it. <laughs> this movie. This entire experience, it was like nothing I've ever been to in my life. People are asking whether or not this type of movie will gain cult status. But the fact of the matter is, it already has. To quote Darren.
2: Darren. (laughs) Do you quote Darren?
0: I'm standing up here, and I see the 70% of you are all in costume, and the others are saying, damn it, why didn't I dress up? Dressing up isn't all that makes a cult the fans are. The fact of the matter is, this movie has a rabid, feasting fan base that would gladly hogtie and grapple you to the movie, just so you have experience seeing it. (laughs) Hogtie and rabid. Those who say that this movie is crap, that it doesn't have an audience, and that its music is, quote, my personal favorite, atonal, either weren't watching, listening, or paying any attention to it at all. This movie is worth far more than anything I've seen in theaters for years. It is easy, one of the most unique experiences of my life. I'd rather see something completely unique, even if it's offensive, gritty, shot with handheld camera, and starring sock puppets, than watch any more of this wannabe good movies that have been coming out. These quote-unquote masterpieces that people consider to be so amazing have nothing on a movie like this. This movie is untouchable, It's completely beyond all words. Everything about this movie has a unique touch that is completely noticeable in absolutely every scene and song. It's an insult to creativity and artistry that a movie such as this should be shoved in only seven cities and outcasting all those who want to watch it badly. Myself and two friends drove down from Canada. (laughs) Hey? Sorry. (laughs) I wanted to get through this. Sorry. This is a good one. Myself and two friends drove down from Canada to watch it in Seattle, and we weren't the only ones. And some of the people at our showing were from Texas.
2: This review is a journey.
0: This movie will surpass any movie this year and the years simply because of the fans. Do not miss watching this movie. If you can watch it, even if the theater is three or four hours away, do it. Do it in costume. Shriek. And have costume. the best time of your life.
2: Shriek, do it do in costume and it. Do shriek. Do it now. Yeah. Do it now.
1: Do it now. Well. And well. have the best time of your life. Well, what what was you? You know, this was your pick. What what? What made you like it enough to to bring it to the podcast? That, I didn't know I'd love you so much. Song.
0: And that scene, got me.
1: And scene. Yeah. 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 So that that, well, again, yeah, that we, that really got me. That, a great ending. You know, it, it's not reco- a catchy makes song. Makes a movie. You know, it's not a catchy song.
2: It is a catchy song though. That the it fact is, that he repeats her. But
0: when you look at your kid and you're like, I didn't know I would love you this much.
1: Yeah. And I'd do anything for you. Yeah. Yeah. God. I you I mean, I've often said you know I'd step in a bus step in front of a bus you know or whatever and, you know that kind yeah. of thing that yeah you you just. That's the way it is. And so, if you listen to the movie or watch the movie,
0: and you get to the end, I think the hero song is at the end. But that, yeah,
1: yeah, the the end of the opera, the you know the final scene of the opera, yeah, yeah. before she walks out. So, yeah, an ending is everything. You know, you people will forgive you know crappiness up until if you have a great ending, you know they forget it all. Yeah, it's it's uh, definitely makes up for it. So
0: my wife, as my,
1: my wife, wife, as a as a
0: um, That's not musical old. movie, yeah, out of five stars. So you give
2: it? I'm disappointed that that was your favorite song. You two are so taken in by the schmaltz, you you dads. Um, <laughs> I I do I enjoyed that song. I'm not saying go but, stay of the corner, right? <laughs> I, the ones that I really liked were. At, and I think that they use parallel structure in the songs all the way throughout, where one, you know, um, one actor would sing a, a line and then another actor would sing those exact words, but then add their own story to it. And I really liked the one in and I'm not gonna remember the name of this song, but you listen to all of them. The one when they're in the alley and Paris Hilton comes up and it, it does start with the grave robber part, but something about and a little blue vial, and a little blue vial, oh, and a yeah, little yeah. blue vial. Yeah. And I really like that yeah, because, infection. again, infection. the, is that what it was
0: called? Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
2: Um, Not like that terrible one in the beginning, though, yeah, when she's that's a, singing. That's, a, that's when, that's when the narrator, yeah, that's a good song. And, and when he's saying his part and then he has this, like, Greek chorus that's, like, repeating it behind him, it's fantastic. I really thought that was the best song in the whole thing. And I do think that's groundbreaking that they were able to take a lot of really traditional tropes, but use them in a completely new way. And I, you know, if they were a little heavy handed on making it edgy with the drugs and the gore, I think you can forgive them that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I never go to theater. Ryan, you probably don't unless, you know, you're. <laughs> yeah, no, like Family,
3: not not movie Family. theater,
1: um, theater, theater. What's like, stage theater? What would yeah, we yeah. call it? You have
2: to say it. The theater, theater, uh, the not, theater.
1: Not the movie. Yeah, and you don't go that much unless you're required well, you to. Know, it, um, <laughs> I get one a year. You. <laughs> so it's it's really good to have your perspective because we you know we just would have shot we shot all past all that stuff because you know we don't. Like break it up into the acts, and well, normally in the theater, this comes up. You always end with this part. And you have this kind of thing, and they always die in the end. What do you want?
2: Well, and, I, th- and- <laughs> I think that's what was cool about this—that they did try to follow. Yeah. a lot of those patterns.
1: And we, but I wouldn't have known that. You know, I, I don't have Todd? the references. Well,
0: thank my you, friend. Todd. Did Did you like the movie? <laughs>
3: oh my god!
2: <laughs> I think it's a difficult I, I movie thought to it was, say you like. Yeah,
1: I. You don't have to; it doesn't bother me. <laughs> no, this is this is. I'm always honest. I I I thought it was an amazing production. There was a lot of good music in it, and um, I think the gore was over the top. Yeah, I, I I think it was just too much. But you know, I mean, that's their artistic choice. So right. that's just where where I was at. But no, I mean I was I watched the movie more than once, so it's not like I said, oh, hell <laughs> with this. I'm not even taking notes, you know. <laughs> so uh, no, I did not like it, but it's not something I would have watched um, if it wasn't on your well, list. Well, and
0: that's that's and that's why we do what we, makes do, what so we good. do. Yeah, that's why we do. What I would have do. never
1: watched this. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, and um, Sarah
1: Brightman surprised the shit out of I me. Mean, so I did. You know, I couldn't believe she was in this movie. Yeah,
0: Sarah Brightman's amazing. Well, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for pursuing independent film. And Todd.
1: Yes, Ryan. We'll always have. Matador. Who are those guys? Who are those guys? You'll love it. It's just a. You're gonna love it. It's just a little independent. Yeah. <laughs> we're okay. Two. We're ten. Yeah, we're two yeah. or two. We're like, don't like, Don't love it. It's just a little independent. Like, it's Like I'm introducing a movie to you. About, like you're about to. Oh. Get you. so, All right. So, yeah. Like, yeah. It's just okay. a little
3: independent.